Morena, good morning. Wow, what a wonderful month we've been having. Hearing about how God is our provider. Learning about all the provision that comes from Him. A God of heaven, God of glory. Everything that flows from Him into our lives. What a blessed month. What an amazing God. Well, last week we heard from Reuben. Uh, all about the Abrahamic covenant and how that God's covenant with Abram and the uh, provision and the promises that he made for Abraham apply to us today in Christ. He is Abraham's seed where the blessing flows and God has sent his son to be our savior and to bring his blessing and his provision into our lives. Hallelujah. Well, today I'm not thinking so much about uh, the blessings that come from God. But today, I want to talk about the blessings of who He is, the blessing of who God is. God is all-powerful. God is all-knowing. God is everywhere, the blessing of who God is. And before we do, I just want to pray. Father, I just want to thank You that You are an amazing, awesome God. We worship You. We love to worship You. We've enjoyed worshiping you this morning and praising your mighty name, lifting you up, lifting up the name of Jesus this morning. And Father, we thank you that you yourself are our provision. We look to you. We look to you alone, our God, and we honor you this morning. And we pray that you'd speak into every heart and every life. Make your word come alive to us this morning, we pray in Jesus' name for his glory. Amen. Amen. Well, I've got, uh, in the message today, I've got four owls I want to speak about. And they all uh, pertain to God. And the first owl is light. Yes, God is light. It's, it, the very essence of His being is light. It's who He is. God is light. And John says in 1 John 1 verse 5, he says, This is the message which we have heard from Him. And declare to you that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. God is so much light and shines all the time in the brightness of His glory, darkness cannot even approach Him. There is no lack in God. God cannot lie. There is no fault in God. He is the very essence of light itself. You know, when the earth turns around uh, and, and the sun goes down, you know, at midnight, your house might be directly opposite where the sun is shining on the other side of the earth. And you might wonder, why is it so dark? But then you see the moon, and that's like borrowed light from the sun. And sometimes in, in our lives, we're, we're borrowing light from other people. But it's not until we turn 180 degrees and the sun comes up directly above us. That's what repentance is, isn't it? Turning back to God turning 180 degrees away from ourselves, looking by faith to our God. And then we see the glory of that shines brighter, the glory of the Lord that shines brighter than the noonday sun. Glory to God. And so if you're wondering in your life today why it's dark, well, maybe it's because you're on the other side from where the sun is shining today. But God is light. And His, shi His light shines out through His Word. It shines out through Jesus Christ, our Lord. It says in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 6, For it is God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, who shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. 
for those of us who believe, who receive Jesus as Lord of our lives. God is our Father, and our Father is all-glorious. He is full of light. That's the first hour I want to speak about today. But I want to tell you about the second one, and that God is, God is not only light, but God is love. We're not talking about love that just wants to get from a relationship. No, I'm talking about agape love, love that wants to give, love that desires the highest good of another. And God chose us in Christ from before the foundation of the world. We were a twinkle in our Father's eye way out in eternity when He planned our existence, when He created man, when He created us in His image. He's the very God that spoke when there was darkness covering the earth in creation, and God said, let there be light. And I believe today that God is speaking out into Northland today. And He's saying, as He speaks into your heart, let there be light. He wants to shine His very light into your life, His very light into your heart. The provision that He has for you is found in Him alone. Yes, He is light, but He is also love. And so He sent Jesus to be the Savior of the world. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so in 1 John 4 and 10 it says, And this is love. Not that we love God, but that He first loved us. That is the amazing thing. That when we were far from Him, God still loved us. Love still pursued us. Love still had a plan for us. God is such a loving Father, there's nothing that would hold His love back from us. Even if He were to go through mortal danger, you could say. And Jesus did that at the death on the cross, but He wasn't mortal. No, he said, no one can take my life from me. He said, I lay it down of myself. This commandment I've received of my Father. And you know what? By entering death, He put death itself in mortal danger. Hallelujah. Wow, death is now swallowed up in victory and the grave has lost its sting and Jesus has risen from the dead and he's alive. He's alive in my heart. He's alive and enthroned in the heart of everyone who has bowed the knee to him, who has received him as their Lord and Savior. You know, it's an amazing thing to be a child of God, to be able to call dad our father, to be able to call God our Father. And as a child of God, you, to know that He planned our existence right from the foundation of the world. To be created with a purpose and a plan for our lives is an amazing thing. We're not a mistake. God has planned us. He has brought us into existence. Praise God for that. So the love of God is an amazing thing. It's part of the, who He is as well, just like the light of God. God is light, and God is love. But there's a third thing I want to speak about today, and that is life. You see, light and love, our Father sent life, who is Jesus, to be our Savior. And John, in his, uh, in his gospel, said in in, in, in chapter 1, and he said in verse 4, in him, that is in Jesus, was life. And that life was the light of men. Maybe 
You don't have that life in your that light in your your life, the light of God, the life of God. Maybe you don't have it in your life. Maybe you're walking in darkness. But God has sent his son. He has sent eternal life so that you would receive him and so that he would be your Lord and Savior. What a wonderful thing. Light and love, sending life in Christ, coming right to where we were. In in 1 John 5 and 11, it says, And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. And then Jesus said, he says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. I want to ask you this morning, are you following the Lord? Is he your life? Are you living the life of Christ, the eternal life that God has for you? Or are you trying to get God to follow you? Maybe you say, well, I don't know where God is. It seems in life many times that I'm just in darkness. And God would like you just to look to him. He is your provision. He is your heavenly father. And that is why he sent Jesus to be your savior and to give you eternal life. In order to turn to him, we have to let go of all our own will, our own ways, our own selfishness, because that's really what sin is. And we need to receive Jesus as Lord and enthrone him in our hearts and in our lives and trust in him at all times. Light and love sent Jesus who is life. But then there's another thing that happens. Once you receive Jesus as Lord of your life, once he comes and dwells in your heart by faith, there is a place there for the very glory of God to come down and light upon. And the fourth word I want to talk about today is liberty. See, light and love sent life in Jesus to bring about liberty, and that's the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty or there is freedom. I love it how in Reuben and Harmony's house when they record, there's that uh, plaque on the wall that says, Freedom, freedom. And that's exactly what God wants you uh, to enjoy, freedom. The Bible says, if the Son shall set you free, you shall be free indeed. And when the Holy Spirit comes down, because there's a foundation in your life now, eternal life, that He is one with, that He comes down in blessing. And uh, it's like the day of Pentecost all over again. You know what a change it can bring when the Holy Spirit uh, baptizes us. And there's a place there where he can come. And we just think about the day of Pentecost. Peter was a changed man once the Holy Spirit came down on the apostles. And he spoke with boldness. He was the one uh, that that denied the Lord a few days earlier. But what a change came. How he was liberated from himself. He was empowered by the Spirit. And I want to tell you today, if you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you too will enjoy the presence of God coming down. You too will be baptized in the Spirit if you look to the Lord. He will come down and bring the presence of heaven. It will light on you. And you will enjoy the freedom and the liberty and the life that God has for you. Hallelujah. You know, the Holy Spirit, because Jesus was received back to heaven, praise God. You know, the disciples watched him go, probably more than 500 people. And they returned to Jerusalem with 
with great joy. They saw him go. You thought they would have been disappointed or, or sad when he left them. But they returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And then Jesus was able to send the promise. He had promised them, just wait there in Jerusalem because I'm sending you the promise of my Father. And he's going to close you with dunamis, power from on high. And they waited and the Spirit came down and dwelt upon them. And the Holy Spirit is the breath of the Almighty God. He is the Spirit of counsel and comfort. He is the Spirit of the Lord. He is the Spirit of might. He is the Spirit of adoption. He is the Spirit of glory and of God. He is the Spirit of truth. He is the Spirit of life. He is the Spirit of wisdom. He is the Spirit of our Father. And if you stand in the place of His Son, in Christ, a new creature, you're one with Him, that is Jesus. You're one with your Father in heaven. And that's why we preach the gospel, the good news of who God is. Yes, God is not only our provider, God is the provision. God is the provision for us. Wow. Light, love, sent life to bring us freedom or liberty, liberty in the Spirit. May, may those things influence, influence every area of our thought. Every area of our life, whether it's your business or your family, whatever it is, may these things influence light, life, love, liberty, influence every area of your thought. There's two things that we need to be encouraged to do, and that is to read the Bible daily. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, and I'd encourage you to do that. And as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, the very principles of God are written in His Word. They apply to every area of our life. And then the other thing He says is to seek first. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Romans 14 and 17 says, For the kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. And then Luke 2, uh, uh, sorry, Luke 17 and 21 the Lord said to the disciples, he said, the kingdom of God is within you. Praise God. So God, our Father, sent Jesus, who was eternal life, to set us at liberty. God himself is our provision. Walk in light. Walk in love. Walk in life and walk in liberty. Abide in Christ today. Look to our Father in heaven, and you will truly be blessed.